guys and welcome to another episode of the Middle Ages Comic Hour. I am one of your hosts, J.A. Bryden, and with me is Ryan. How are we, Ryan? I'm good, mate. It's been such a long time since I've seen you, since you've recorded, like last night. Don't spoil uh, <laughs> the illusion. Don't spoil the illusion. As far as I know, we record on the day of release. Yes, and, yes. And I am a editing master. Uh, and yes, we record, and you, we record an hour before you upload it on every yes. Wednesday. That's yes. how it works in the magical yes. world of music, uh, podcasting. Yes, and and look, it's it's a special privilege recording this on the weekend of Spider-Man Two being yeah. released on PlayStation yeah. Five. Because here I am watching masterpieces of movies. Uh, Matthew, yes. yes, Matthew Holmes. No, this isn't comic related. Um, unless Matthew Holmes, if you're listening and you want to turn your masterpiece movie, <laughs> The Cost, into a comic book, I could see it being a good graphic novel. I'm just saying. Yeah, um, sure. yeah definitely. <laughs> yes, that edit, editing. We've got a whole lot of interviews coming out for our story chat episodes. Um, yeah. Uh, look, the, things are looking good for for the podcast. They they really are. But uh, we recognise that you guys love these comic book stuff, so we're up in our game well and so do we 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 love them as well 100 percent. are we halfway through we're almost halfway through craven yeah yeah so we've got um it's a six issue uh story arc so by finishing issue three we're officially halfway through at the end awesome uh or not because i'm enjoying this and i want it to last forever (laughs) (laughs) um yeah guys so please like subscribe share you know you know all the podcast stuff uh check out our other shows story chat uh stories the true and the fictional all on the same feed look i'm gonna save all my spider-man 2 game talk for when chris when we do the main show with chris (laughs) because by then he will have finished it and then moved on to Baldur's gate 79 (laughs) or or whatever you you, you say you say he finished (laughs) it that's the funniest thing i've ever heard in my life no he won't finish it no he'll he'll do he'll do the the minimum possible yeah or the the michael morales i like to call it the michael morales style just playing basic through ignoring all the side quests yes um (laughs) <laughs> that's 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 right. But also, and this is this is another theory I have for him not finishing things. This is something he has always done. Yeah, he he puts a game into the PlayStation, yeah. and then he goes, "I feel like playing something else." He puts that yeah. game out and puts a different game in, but he does not put the game back in its original case. No. It is no. it is like what's that game? Well, the card game where you put everything upside down. And then you got to get guest pairs, uh, you, you know, like, oh, like, like a like memory kind of thing. Mem- memory. Yeah. It's it's like that, yeah. but in video game, David, he once lent, yeah. he once lent like Final Fantasy game or something to Michael. Yeah. And Michael got home and opened it up, and it was Pirates of the Caribbean three. You know, like <laughs> not the game, the the movie. You know, the movie. this is this is this is the world that Chris lives in. The greatest <laughs> thing ever to happen to Chris <laughs> is digital content. You know, yes, yes. It's like he can't. Lose he doesn't anything. have to worry about putting it. He doesn't have to worry he's, about putting it in a certain box and scrolling yeah. through scrolling through Netflix. Going, yeah. Now, where did I leave that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Chris. I know you're not listening. Uh, uh, he's not. But, no, of course he's uh, not listening. He doesn't, he doesn't even listen to the podcast episode he's in. Yeah. 
And what's funny is he requests stuff before we record. Okay, I want this kind of soundtrack in the background. Do you, do you verify what I've done? Do you know the masters, masterpieces that I've worked on? Um, I want I, I want the most amazing cinematic music and you can just put Benny Hill theme song in there and then he'll be just he like, oh, it sounds fantastic. He wouldn't, he wouldn't know. He, he, would, he wouldn't know. He, hasn't got, he ain't, got, ain't got no time for that. Um, no. But anyway, this isn't the Chris Park podcast. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> This is the Middle Ages Comic Hour, and we've got some news. I pulled up some news because this this episode may be a little short. I wanted to fill it out with some news that I think we would be interested in. Did you hear that there's been a lot of firing from uh, the Daredevil Born Again series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've heard... um... (laughs) Like there's two, been two big bits of sort of news from Daredevil. Like they pretty much, I think the writers are gone or something like yeah. that, you know. But they're still saying, you know, like we're still getting the cast, and and obviously I'm seeing yeah. all over the site that John Berthenol is confirmed as you yeah. know Punisher in Born Again. But yeah, apparently they're doing. They pretty much did like a clean out of yeah. writers and directors and stuff like that i don't know exactly who got let go but a lot of people did yeah and and from what i could tell the uh one of the main reasons they got rid of all the writers and all that or starting fresh is because apparently he did he didn't even wear a costume for the till the fourth episode correct you know well i mean and you and you're just like is it dead see i'd i'd be okay if you're selling me okay we're gonna do a show just about matt murdoch being the lawyer I would be okay with yeah. that if the, if that is what you're selling me. But if you're saying no, it's dead, yeah. you know, and it's the Godzilla thing all over again. You know, we don't want twelve minutes of <laughs> Daredevil. And the the born the born again storyline is not the year one. It's not the origin no. story of, of no. Daredevil. So there's no real need for to go back and do that. Um, I think the Netflix series did a really good job of that. We you know in season one where it gave us the. The, the traditional, you know, the jumper yeah. over the head, which yeah. is what it was in in the comics and when in the in the origin story. But uh, Born Again is not an origin story. Born Again is is a very pivotal story in the in the history of Daredevil. So I don't know why they were mucking around like that. But um, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, did with the third and final season of the Netflix series was that not setting it up for Born Again? It was most certainly going to set it up for the board again. Yes, correct. We were supposed to get two of the best comic arcs in TV. We were going to get season three of Iron Fist was going to be the immortal Iron Fist um, saga, which was going to, is probably the best Iron Fist comic in, in the entire existence. Yeah. And then Daredevil season four was going to be born again, Daredevil, which is, again, one of my favourite comic arcs in, in Daredevil history. But we got neither. So, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Thank thanks, Netflix. Thanks, thanks, Disney. No, it wasn't Netflix's fault. It was Disney's fault because Disney bought them. Oh, with Disney. Okay, so it's one thing we can't blame Netflix for. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Um, but Netflix. I better should... not say too many bad things about Netflix because well, I'm watching Kim's Convenience at the moment. I don't want them to take <laughs> it down prematurely before I finish it. Wasn't wasn't it? Um, no, but like it's not directly Netflix's fault. It's just because uh, Fox owned owned. Those characters, and yes. then it, yeah, yeah. Fox so owns of... the rights to those characters. Um, yeah. I don't know the behind, like the behind the scenes in terms of was it a deal with Fox and Netflix or did Netflix? Who knows? Like it's just yeah. convoluted with the whole Fox merger. Yeah. We lost a lot of you know a lot of the whole. Hey, you have to make a movie once every ten years to keep the rights. 
uh, or make something, not necessarily a movie. Like you could make a video game, you could make a, an animated movie or TV show or whatever. Mm. Um, I used to know how that worked, but now with like Disney and Fox and everything, it makes it pretty difficult to try and work out. Yeah. Well, look, hopefully, hopefully they're, they're making the right call by firing all these uh, writers and bringing Well, Charlie Cox, is, he's, he's full into it. He says, look, I'm still on board. Don't And, and we yeah. still do get John Burke and all of the Punisher. So, yeah. look, as long as Charlie Cox and, uh, is still involved because he's a big Daredevil fan, he, mm. you know, he, he and he's a great actor as well. But he's, oh, yeah. if he's involved and has a bit of say over how things are going, then, you know, I'll excuse his performance in She-Hulk. <laughs> um, because I'm yeah. sure he, even he said he wasn't happy with that. But yeah. you know, it's like it's like those. You know, you make the deals. You do one for the company, and then you do one for you. You know what I yeah. mean? It's just that's how it kind of works. So let's hope Born Again is not as rubbish. Although I will say I am three episodes deep in Loki, and Loki is really good. Mm. Absolutely, really good. hasn't been hasn't been a disappointment like all the others. Yeah. Um, Loki is still. I watched episode three yesterday. Um, I've been watching it week by week, and it is still on my go to. Like, I will yeah. watch it the day after it comes out. So, yeah, yeah. Loki yeah. is is living up to yeah. to what what season one was. I mean, you got Tom Hiddleston, and he's like a phenomenal actor. Yeah. You know? and Owen Wilson. You know. Oh wow. And, oh wow. Um, yeah. So there was really good. This is, you know, they're really exploring the time traveling variant kind of thing in this season, which was actually you would think, oh god, you know, time traveling, but they've actually done it really well. Yeah. Um. And and yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I've got, it's it's not something that I'm I'm going. Oh, I'll just wait and watch all of them together. I'm actually watching them week by week. So don't give yeah. up. I don't give up on Disney yet, just yet. Yeah. Um. Not yet. Not yet. And apparently yet. they they did uh Disney did the one hundredth year yep. um celebration and they actually did something that I'm pretty okay with. They uh got some stock uh, old old audio recordings of Robin Williams probably when he did Aladdin and re- yep. did reanimated um uh the genie to go with it in this animate animated thing. And yep. I mean it's it's probably what Chris wanted, like he was talking about like yeah. sixteen hours or something of of yeah. extra footage. It's There's like, enough of it there to make like 17 <laughs> movies. Yeah. But Chris wants the dirty stuff that he probably said, no, that's not appropriate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, you know what? If I were to answer our time travel question that like we do for like all our, when we have interviews and that, I would love to go back in time and just be in that room, be a fly on the wall watching Robin Williams work. Yeah, that yeah. I suppose amazing. it would depend on which part of career, like it would, if it would, if it was when he was doing a lot of coke, um, <laughs> you know. Because yeah. like, I'm being serious. I'm watching. Yeah. A, I'm actually watching a documentary as we, not as we speak, but like before we recorded on Robin Williams called The Dark yeah. Side of Comedy, and yeah. um, you know he that that man we just went through so much hell, and but like mm. he brought so much joy. So yeah. I think I think it was it was when he did that when he was clean because that was during like the flubber bicentennial man Jack yeah. uh, Patch Adams where where he was Google mm. hunting all that kind of thing so yeah. Um, but yeah I would, just to be a fly, yeah I'd agree with that a fly on a wall that would be amazing hundred percent all right uh, moving on to second bit of news uh, from Cosmic Book News Kickass mm-hmm. is getting the reboot treatment. 
<sighs> yeah. Well, you know, they couldn't they couldn't keep going because it was the most pirated movie number two, so they made no money. It was independent film, and they couldn't make a third one because everyone decided not to pay yeah. for it. You know, that's that's the thing. But apparently, um, yeah, like or- original director and all that, Matthew Vaughn coming back. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You, don't know. you, you, th- you think it's had its time? Um, I well, I know. I just don't think the films did the, the the comic justice. Really? To be honest with you, yeah, no, definitely, especially the second one, the second film, not at all. Uh, the first one was great. The first, I mean, obviously, it launched careers, like it launched careers yeah. for you know Aaron Taylor Johnson, obviously, yeah. um, uh, what the the other guy, um, oh god, his name's slipping me. He's in like all the American Horror Stories and. He just played Jeffrey Dahmer. He played Quicksilver in the Fox universe. I can't remember his name for the life of me. Um, Evan Peters. Evan Peters. There you go. Um, and um, yeah, it was look honestly, it was a good film. But it just for me, it was one of those adaptations where you got to go, you got to go like balls to the wall, or you do it yeah. or you don't. Yeah. You know, and and like we've gotten now that we've got shows like The Boys. Uh, Gen V, Invincible, were yeah. actually are uh, very, very accurate, and to you know, the, all those comics are quite full on, and they've done them justice. So, if look, it could happen, but I was hoping that it was going to be a new director, a new director, um, producer, writer. Well, look, I'm, kind of I'm just so. going through this article, and he's saying he's not going to be using any of the first characters. So maybe it's just a kick-ass okay. universe. Um, okay. Do you know anything about Patience Lee? No, I don't know. There's, there's, there's no real. I mean, we've already seen pretty much every character that's been in the comics and the Kickass comics. So yeah. I don't know how he's going to use people that have. Do they just going to make them up or? No. Um, unless I'm... he's working with unless he's working with Mark Mark Millar because I've read all of it and we've seen all of it. Yeah. Well, I'm just and looking at a, there's a picture here. Mark Miller spoke with so Mark Miller, he's a comic book writer. Mark Millar, yeah. Mark Millar, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, well, he's he's apparently he's involved. So, well, he's a writer. So yeah. Then I have a. It depends on what. Like, is he involved for the for an executive producer credit, or he just get paid for it, or if he's actually involved, like involved, involved? Then I'm open to it, but. Yeah, I mean, it's not something that I'm 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 cheering about. Like I'm yeah. not going, yeah, awesome. It's just they they ruined the second movie so much that I mean, I I was one of those people who paid. I own them both on Blu-ray. I paid yeah. to see both of them in the cinema. Um, yeah, I just don't. I'm not excited for it. So mm-hmm. look, I'm I'm obviously I'll I'll give it a go, but yeah, I'm not not too excited about it. Hmm. Oh, okay. So Mark Millar did reboot reboot Kickass in the in the comics recently. Oh, he has, has he? Okay. Yeah. So this must this must be the new. Okay, I'll have to look into that after we record. Yeah. Because I haven't seen any new Kickass. Like I haven't seen any new Kickass in a very long time. So maybe yeah. it's something that I've missed. Maybe it's on a different label, a different publisher that I haven't been looking at. Okay, so back in 2018, the mantle was passed from Dave to Patience Lee, a military veteran, if that means anything. Um, 
Okay. Uh, there maybe so 2018, been... did you say? Yeah. So okay. maybe this has been new stuff. We just haven't been thinking, you know, looking about it. Look, yeah. I've, I've, I've never, I've, ne- I've never read the comic book. I've just heard that, you know, Kick-Ass is a lot younger than he is portrayed in the movies. He both certainly uh, was, yeah, 100%. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I think he was about 13, 14 in the, yeah. in the comic books when yeah, he which, first started. Which, which makes sense because, you know, that's yeah. that's the age a kid wants to be a superhero, you know. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, But no, I'll give it a go. I might do some research up for the next episode after we finish recording and check it out and see... So I might give it a read and check it out and, and come back to you. And as always, I will leave the link in the show notes if you guys want to check it out. Um, let us know your thoughts. Uh, send us an email, thetrueandthefictional at gmail.com or stories underscore podcast on Instagram. Two best place, places to find us. Um, but in something that you mentioned the other week, I think it was either the last episode or the episode before, I, I haven't read it yet, but I did pick up, pick up, Um, the first issue of, um, Justice League Godzilla Kong. Oh, really? So I I haven't actually read it yet because it only came out this week. Um, but I will be giving it a, a, yes, when I say this week in Australia, it's Thursday. So like two days ago it came out. Um, so I haven't had a chance to give it a read yet, but I will be definitely giving it a read tomorrow. And so next episode, I will let you know how the first issue goes. But, yeah, I picked it up. Um, IDW, obviously, we all love. Yep. So, um, and, you know, I love their crossovers. They just can't seem to do wrong at the moment crossover-wise. So, yeah, yeah I just thought I'd mention that. I did see it on the on the the, the list, and I thought, you know what, I'll give it yeah. a go because it's um, it's something – I mean, it's an interesting concept. So yeah. um, I really want to check it out. Um other comic book related. I had something else that was comic book related, um, news wise, but I can't seem to remember. <laughs> so if I if it comes to me, I will definitely mention it. But um, it was, yeah. oh yeah, um, there is a new uh, DC animated movie, not for everyone. Um, it is Justice. It's anime. It's Justice League uh, versus RBWY. It's like a, a, an anime Justice League. All right. Um, just just came out a couple of days ago. Uh, I watched it because one of the uh, a favorite wrestler of mine is actually the voice of Killer Croc in this one, mm-hmm. and um, he did his first portrayal into anime. So no one you would know, Jamie, not WWE from a different promotion. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I checked it out. It's actually really good. Part one and part two have come out um, on all st- on streaming, not streaming services, as in for free. Uh, but streaming services where you can pay for it to hire. Um, I checked both parts out. So if you're into that, if you're into anime, check out um, Justice League versus um, RBY, RBWY. I'll send Jamie the link and he can put it in the show notes. Yep. But yeah, check it out if you're a fan. Because DC, as I've said before, DC can do no wrong animated style. They do mm-hmm. amazing. Like I'm, I'm watching Harley Quinn at the moment, the animated mm-hmm. series. Um, with Kaylee Kukula, Penny from Big Bang Theory Theory. as Harley Quinn. Yeah. And uh, it is is phenomenal. It's like ball to the wall, the boys' humour and violence. Mm. Um, It is amazing. And it's up to season four at the moment. So um, it's really, really good. DC, they can't do wrong with animated. I have not seen a bad DC animated anything. Um, So, yeah, and I think I mentioned last week, check out 
The Doom that came to Gotham on Netflix, if you're in Australia and in the US, uh, another great Batman Elseworld tale mm. set in the 20s. Uh, Lovecraftian, so very good. Yeah, that's all the news that I have from Comic Book World. This has been another edition of Ryan's Recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> no, I figure if you're listening yeah, to no. this, if you're listening to these episodes, you're a comic book yeah. fan. So I yeah, know that I, 100%. you know, I'm always looking for new suggestions. I'm always looking for new, new things to watch, especially at the moment while I've got not much else to do. Um, yeah. I'd, so I'd like to recommend those things as well. Hundred percent. Well, I almost forgot the reason we are here, Ryan. <laughs> and that is Craven. Uh Craven's mm-hmm. Last Hunt. Yep. Issue three. Issue three. It is called, called Descent. Descent. I wonder if anyone is going to go down anywhere in this comic. I think it's I think it's a multiple multi-layered reason. There is a bit of descending into the sewers, and then there's a descent into madness yeah. of Craven himself. Yeah. Um yeah. but yeah, it, another another great issue. Absolutely, still focusing. I think this is the darkest so far. Like it's pretty dark. Oh, no, this... no, no, no. <laughs> I said so far. Not yet. I said so, so far. far. Oh, so far. Yeah. Yes, Keyword. Yes. Keywords. So far. And actually, so the, far, the more yeah. the more Vernon was active in this one, I'm just thinking like, man, Ninja yeah. Turtles need needs to come to this universe because imagine Splinter, yeah, I know. Splinter and yeah, or, or the Rat Splinter King versus Vernon Vermin. That'd be awesome. Or yeah, even, even the Rat King. Like he's, I love the Rat yeah. King. He's one of my favorite villains in the Turtle World. Um, oh, definitely. That's it. Um, there's a. I don't know, but if you know, sorry to divert. There's a comic yeah. series at the moment by with Ninja Turtle called the Armageddon Game, which mm-hmm. is um, it's kind of like a, a little mini event. But the Rat King is actually. I haven't started reading it yet, but I'm collecting it. Um, nice. the Rat King is actually the the villain in that one. So he's the big bad in that that arc. So mm. it's supposed to be pretty good. I, I I think they've just dropped issue five. So yeah. um, I'm looking forward to checking that out. Um, all right, what do you say we dive into this this comic? Uh, just yep. like all the other times, I think it's this this pattern or the way we're doing this is working really well. So I'll punch out the synopsis, uh, the plot, and all that, and yep. you chime in when you feel like going. Hmm. Hmm. No, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Spider Craven barges through a window of a warehouse where it's being held. Uh, a heroin transaction. Craven takes them not, all. Not a heroin as in a woman who needs to be saved. It's <laughs> actually a heroin as in no, the drugs a, that you inject. It's a, it's, a, it's a bunch of criminals selling off yeah. superheroes that happen to be females. Is that what you're going for? We've got Wonder Woman. We've got a Wonder Woman. We've got a Wonder Woman. She can lift it. <laughs> uh, no. <Yeah. laughs> so Craven takes them out effortless, effortlessly, as he always does, Yeah, and then yeah. leaves when the cops arrive. They say he's been a little out of control for a couple of weeks, you know, thinking that he's Spider-Man, seeing they think that he's Spider-Man. Yep. And, uh, yeah, that he's already sent 15 men to the hospital. Uh, Yeah. uh, It sounds a little more like Batman than Spider-Man at the moment. (laughs) Well, it's like uh, this is what I like about this era of writing. It's like at this scene, he's – you know, you got the cops going, he sent 15 to the hospital, and he's like, yeah, but they're all criminals. Let them duke themselves out, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and then obviously they discover that one of the victims is actually deceased yeah. now. Yeah. So Spider Craven has officially made a, a, a death. 
his first yep. death as Spider Craven. Yeah. Um, and so, he's, yeah. he seems quite uh, happy about it. He's on the rooftop screaming, mm. I am Craven. Yes, and, yes. And all, all, all as I, I can, do. All I can imagine in this situation is just someone popping his head out and going, yeah, shut up, in this New York accent. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's New York, yeah. <laughs> you know? Hey, like, go to bed. Nobody cares. Like, like that scene. Trying um, to sleep over here. Yeah, that like that scene from um, Tom Holland's Spider Man with Stan Lee yelling out the window. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, and the car. He's like, it's just my car. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, I miss Stan Lee. But yeah, I could just imagine that too. It's like the, you know, Mario popped his head out. He's like, I'm trying to sleep over here. Shut yeah. up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So Vernum catches another victim. This is yep. a, another great scene where she, a woman walking down the street and she's, you know, ranting and then, yoink, she disappears. Yeah, so Vernon catches another victim and then attacks a police car, remembering that they harmed him before when he was something yes. else, something he doesn't mm-hmm. remember. He throws one of the cops yeah. out of the car to a sewer drain from where it leaves a huge amount of rats who cover the top. We know what's going on under there. Um yeah. The other, the other cop leaves the car and shoots him on the side. Uh, she tells him to call off the rats, and he does. Then Vernum disarms her and licks her face because she reminds him of Very mommy. creepy. <laughs> it's very, yeah, yeah, I thought that was kind of creepy. It's a, a little bit like deliverance style, but yeah, um, yeah gives it gives a, gives a woman cop a nice little lick, long yeah. lick on the face. So, yeah, yeah. you remind me of mummy. I'm like, geez, man, this is just. <laughs> This is a horror movie. I'm so glad this is a comic because it's the it's, '80s, man. This is the '80s. It's so just. You, you know how you you get creepy, creepy, heapy with with spiders. I I, I get that yeah. feeling just looking at these rats. Yeah, knowing knowing yeah, that New, yeah. New York is there's so much rats in New York. Like there really is. There's like five yeah. species or something. You know. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea, but yeah, someone. I'm sure someone can reach out to me. Tell us on Twitter or something. I, I, th- I think we should, um, well, look, uh, get Martin Kearns back on and just have a genuine yeah. conversation and he can tell us all about New York. Uh, yes. <laughs> we can have a, there you go. Is, is this true? <laughs> is this true? <laughs> he can ask us He can ask us about Australia, all the things that are true in Australia, and then we can ask him about yeah. all the things that are true in Australia. And we'll we'll lie to him like we always do and tell him that it's all true <laughs> when it's really not. So Tell him about drop bears. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> they, they always fall for that. Uh, all right, so MJ goes to Robbie's. Uh, yes, that's yep. Robbie. Joe Robbie Robertson, the Robbie editor Robertson. of the Daily Bugle. Yes, who's having you? So, just a little backstory to to Joe Robbie Robertson. Um, so, just before this story happened, before this arc happened, there was a big arc with him. Uh, he used mm-hmm. to be best friends with. Um, Tombstone, not when he was Tombstone, but before he became oh, wow. Tombstone, right. the gangster. Yeah. Um, so Tombstone, Tombstone kidnapped Robbie's son, who's Peter Parker's best friend, and there was a whole big saga on it. So that's why they, they kind of kept Robbie around. He's kind of he's kind of just getting over that at the moment. So he's yeah. still hanging around a bit in the episodes and still a bit like, you know, the go-to guy when it comes to evil doings and and mary jane obviously knows him a lot from you know peter's work and and they've become quite close over the years Hmm. um so she's obviously you know she doesn't know where peter is and she's trying to find trying to find him and and she's deciding whether she's going to sort of let robbie in on a bit of a secret yeah 
you know, she's fighting that battle in her head. Yeah, it's that. It's that. Um, look, I've seen it in a lot of shows, a lot of movies and stuff. That yeah, you know, where you go somewhere and you want to talk to someone, and you go in there and then you change yeah. your mind. You change your mind and you leave. That's that's the whole thing. Like she's like, can I? Because she's she, she's she's obviously having that battle with. Well, I need him to help me, but how am I going to do that without telling him that Peter is Spider Man? Yeah, and and all that. You know what I mean? So she's like. Because Mary Jane's obviously used to this kind of thing, but yeah. at this stage, Peter's been gone for a little while, so she's kind of yeah. worried and, yeah. you know, wanting. But but she's like, how do I approach this without t- letting Robbie know that, you know, Peter's alter ego? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, so while that's going on and, and Mary Jane just bursts out and leaves, um, yeah, Craven's preparing to hunt Vernon, Berman. Yep. He's a yep. stab. He's got a rat in a cage. Yep. He's, getting, he's getting very, very symbolic. A lot of symbolism with Craven yes. in in this this comic. He he likes to do his little little preparation, and Craven's kind of always been like that. In in retrospect, yeah. when you read it, um, you know he's got his rituals, he's got his preparations. Um, you know he you know he he's not just the kind of guy with okay, I need to kill Vernon Vermin. Yeah. I'm gonna I keep trying to call him Vernon. I don't know, I know. like Vernon. Some some <laughs> well, because Vernon's from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But um, he keeps, he's not like the kind of guy, okay, I'm going to go out and keep, he, he plans, he meditates, he mm. he has rituals that he goes through, but he stalks the prey, he, yeah. he plans all of this. So, you know, while it might just be a standard fight for Vermin, yeah. um, Craven's been planning this for weeks. Yeah. Uh, you know what would be an interesting fight? What's that? Craven versus Batman. Um... Well, I mean, it would fit Craven's to bat. Like, he yeah. hunts animal kind yeah. of superheroes. Um, like, oh. do you think that's pretty evenly matched? They're both preppers. <laughs> yeah, I just... Well, uh, look, honestly, I don't think I could I could even picture it. I don't know why, but I just can't actually see it in my head. I've never thought yeah. of that kind of no, encounter. Just... No. Because you think Craven's enterprise is currently, like... At the moment, he doesn't have much behind him, but in the current comics, he's quite wealthy. So he does have quite yeah. a lot of money behind him to plan and, and to procure yeah. services and stuff like that. I think I think it would be a very psychological battle, which I don't yeah. think uh, Batman is <laughs> is known for really. You know, yeah. he it, Craven would probably taunt and tease and hunt and stalk um, yeah. and, and drive Bruce mad before he even really had yeah. a chance to... Mm. To to get into the fight, so yeah, look, I'd like, I'd be interested. Obviously, I don't like talking crossovers in terms of DC no. and Marvel, Marvel, but it'd be yeah. it'd be interesting to see. Yeah, interesting to see. I think a lot of the the minor characters or lesser characters would work, but not the big. You know, like you wouldn't go Spider Man versus Superman. Like that's just like no, no, like, no. Like, of course, you know, I think Peter had just asked for his autograph or something like yeah. that. You know, yeah. Yeah. I think you know, but no, I get you. Yeah. It would yeah. work though. Yeah, you wouldn't do Black Panther versus Wonder Woman, you know? No. <laughs> you know, like, like, it just... No, yeah, I get it. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? I know like, what you mean. Like, you know, DC's the gods, you know? Yeah. You know? And, well, all Marvel's got, like, Thor, you know? <laughs> and Loki. Like, yeah. Well, Loki's more of a When he tri- wants to. Trickster, when he wants you know? to. Loki's like, he goes from side good to bad to good to bad to good to yeah, bad. So, yeah. when he yeah. feels like it. Yeah. Anyway, um, tangent over. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, okay, so Craven's preparing to hunt ver- vermin. 
by succeeding, he proves himself a superior Spider-Man by doing what the original yes. couldn't. Uh, exactly. Ver- Vermin's asleep in the sewer. He doesn't kill him. He just knocks him out and goes, yeah, there you go. I won. Oh, okay. So Craven wins and leaves the sewers carrying Vermin in his arms. Correct. And then, meanwhile, the moment we've been waiting for. As you, and then what we forget to mention throughout the issue, we see Seth, you keep cutting back to the to the grave where we know Pete is buried and more and more spiders are appearing yeah. on the grave. Like it was rats initially, and now it's more and more spiders are, are slowly making their way up the grave yeah. um, from the ground. So, And uh, a, hand, a hand comes out, yeah. Yes. Spider hand. Spider hand. Yes. Uh, um, so Spider-Man wasn't dead. It only took us like three issues to get to the point where we're going like, oh, he's alive. He's alive. This is this is walking dead torment. Yeah. Isn't yeah, it? When yeah. you think about it. Well, especially uh, especially if we were reading it at the time. Yeah. You know, at, like obviously now oh, we know he's not. Yeah. But like if you were reading it in the eighties when it came out, and oh. you were just like it's, it's kind of like they, they did the death when they did the death of Superman when Doomsday yeah. um actually killed Superman. Um, they they went full into it. They went, I think it was like three months or something before they revealed that Superman wasn't actually dead. They yeah. had a whole team of other other superheroes filling in for him and all this kind of thing. So you actually believed, and they had like a, 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 a an issue called Funeral for a Friend, which was like a black issue with the Superman symbol, mm. which was the actual funeral for Superman. So they actually <laughs> had you believing that DC had killed off their number one selling Character and it was also like in Civil War in in the two thousands when Captain America got shot, murdered. But even though he was yeah. only shot in the shoulder and the stomach, I mean it's Captain America. You shoot him in the shoulder and the stomach. That's like pretty sure he's going to make a recovery. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that's what that's comic. But no, that's yeah. why I say no one ever no one ever really dies in comics. No, and except that's, for that's, Uncle Ben. Yeah. Multiple times, but uh, it's even the yeah. same with with IDW Ninja Turtles when they. "Quote unquote," killed Donatello, and everyone's going, "Donatello's yeah, dead! Yeah. Donatello's dead!" Donatello. And I'm going like, "No, he can't. No, he's not." And he wasn't. His yeah. consciousness was put into a robot while exactly. his body recovered. Um, yeah. But that's actually the thing that actually—that's the issue it got to. And I thought, no, 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 no. and that got got me into IDW series. Yeah. Like, all of it. Like I, yeah. I got the first issue, didn't read any other. And then yeah. everyone's like, Donatello's dead, Donatello's dead. I'm going, what, what, what are you talking about? Oh, the comic book is dead. And then I picked up the whole series and just, 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 just. Yeah. I think like every payday I bought a couple of two or three volumes. Yep. And built up the collection. And now I have it all. Well, I, I, I forgot to mention to you this, this week also, um, the second volume of the Resident Alien Omnibus came out. Um, I meant to tell you the other day, but I forgot. Um, so there is a new version of the Resident Alien Omnibus. Oh, um, for Jamie to spend his money on. No, well, you see, and I've also got, the two. I've got the uh, I've got the first volume. I guess volume of Resident Alien. And while I enjoy it, it's just not the show. The show is superior. Like, no. honestly, the sh- the sh- but. If they didn't have Alan Tudyk in that show, it would have yeah. been a very, very different show because the, the people who oh, made, made the show said, 
yeah, we basically just rewrote the show to fit Alan Tudyk's audition. Um, yeah, and it works so well. Uh, I don't, I don't hate the comic. I think it's interesting, cool concept, and all that stuff. But it's just he's just not that full blown. That's all right. You can just save, you can save your money for the Ultimate Spider Man omnibuses that are the uh, two and three that are out now. Or three's coming out in December. Yeah, I'll probably get them both at the same time when I get a. I think with Amazon they have like a bundle deal you can have. All right, yeah, but that's probably all three. They've got a bundle deal. Hmm. Yeah, but yeah, that lets you know. After many years of searching, yeah, for that, as long as I've known you, you've been looking for more than just volume one of the omnibus. So at least you know it's coming out and it's coming and. They're doing. I think they're doing. The number number two is out at the moment. Number three is coming out middle of December. So mm-hmm. they're not mucking around anymore. That's good. it's a big commitment though, because um, that's it a whole. Is. That's a. Whole, I mean, how many issues is the entire series? Um. So the if you got the first, if you got the omnibuses one through three, it covers Mark Bagley and Brian Michael Bendis's run on it, which I think yeah. is a hundred and twenty to one hundred and thirty issues. Okay, I remember when I looked it up, when I, when we were looking into it, I looked it up. Yep. They took you to, because then after that, it, it, they started again with new writers. They started from one again. Yeah. Um, and then that's when sort of Miles Morales started to get introduced as well into that universe. So, But I believe the first three omnibuses contain all of Mark Bagley and Brian Michael Bendis' run, which is, one, I think, one to 130 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So... But that's that's the best one. That's the best one. Same writer, same yeah. artist for the whole, the whole one, whole whole hundred and thirty issues. That's good. That's I, I love. Yeah, I love it when you got the same people working on the same thing. It doesn't get handed on to someone else. Yeah, uh, because like like it, exactly like TV shows, you know, when the yeah. new showrunners hop on board, you can tell that it's changed. Yeah, you know, you can tell that something something's different. No, I, I agree. And then for a team to stay on a comic for that long, you can tell there's love and passion behind it. Yeah, 100%. So, and because they're the creators. They're the essential yeah. creators of, of of Ultimate Spider-Man. Cool. All right, I think I'm going to cut this one short. I have some Spider-Man to yep. play. Um, it was a short, <laughs> short issue. <laughs> As always, guys, yeah. uh, feel free to reach out for any reason at all. The true and the fictional at gmail at gmail. Com. Did I say that right? The true and the fictional at gmail.com. gmail.com. Yeah. Stories underscore podcast on Instagram. Please check out our other shows, Story the True and the Fictional, Story Chat. Um, as you know, we're pretty of a variety show. Um, mm-hmm. We've got something for everyone. Like, subscribe, share, you know, all that podcast stuff. And uh, we'll catch you next time. We'll see you next time.